0: Hi, this is Stephen McLean of the Finance Leader Podcast. This is bonus episode number 43. Last week, I wrapped up season 11. This was a short season over the summer, which I really enjoyed. I am planning to do that again next summer. I focused on a few high-level technical concepts, but with a leadership twist. I started with episode 91, talking about the financial planning and analysis team, Then in episode 92, I talked about using validated data, which was followed by episode 93, Adopting Artificial Intelligence. And then in episode 94, I talked about problem solving, and then I concluded season 11 with episode 95, Leading the Annual Budget Development Process. I am working on developing season 12, which will debut on September 27th, I Can't Wait to Share. This week, I wanted to briefly talk about a trending topic that I have been seeing all over Twitter. You probably heard about it, and it's called Quiet Quitting. Now, What does that mean? Well, it's something that has been happening for a very long time, which is doing your job without probably doing any of the extras, not going above and beyond, just ensuring you are doing enough to keep your job. So why is this trending now? Well, I read the Twitter comments. Why are employees feeling the need to disengage, to punch a clock, so to speak, and just get by or survive each day? Are workers feeling unappreciated? Are they tired of doing extra without additional pay or recognition? Are they tired of being micromanaged to death? Are they tired of organizations and bosses not respecting boundaries? Well, these issues and a lot more are in the comments that I am seeing. So what do we do? The easy recommendation is to begin with how we engage with our teams and how we address boundaries. How do you treat your team members each day? How do you speak with them? Is it respectful? Is it condescending? Is it demanding? Do you ask for input or scoff at that concept? Do you praise your team or just run them into the ground with ever-demanding perfection and then ridicule when something is not perfect? Here is a key. Are you expecting your team members to exceed your expectations, but don't reward it or compensate it when they do go above and beyond? Do you respect boundaries? Or are you using your team to elevate yourself, but not investing time back into your team? Again, this is not a new concept. It just has a new label. It's really about effective leadership and team engagement. Now, when I say leadership, I mean setting a great example, setting priorities, empowering your team treating people with respect and dignity, and much more. So many people in leadership roles believe leadership has to do with just getting your way all the time. You can do that, but eventually you will be on an island all by yourself. We know that employee disengagement is real, no matter what it is called. If you see a shift in how your team engages, then you may need to find out why and then look at yourself first, beginning with your attitude and your approach. This week, I am sharing an Encore episode from Season 10, Finance and Accounting Professionals Becoming Leaders. My desire is for finance and accounting professionals to go beyond being the technical experts to embrace leadership so you transform the organization into something better, so you create more positive outcomes and empower your team to act. I am working on Season 12, which will debut on September 27th. Please enjoy this Encore episode. Thank you. I believe that when finance and accounting professionals combine their technical knowledge and skills with leadership, we will see an amazing transformation in every organization. Successful finance and accounting leaders skew to the strategic and learn how to positively influence and advise senior leaders, so they help deliver the strategy. An effective leader works to empower their team to develop influence to bring positive change and will work to find a solution when financial expectations have not been met. Leading during adversity is the real challenge. Please enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Finance Leader Podcast, where leadership is bigger than the numbers. I am your host, Stephen McLean. This is the podcast for developing leaders in finance and accounting. Please consider following me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. My usernames and links are in the episode's show notes. Also, Please join the Facebook group I have for this podcast community. Thank you. This is episode number 81, and I'll be talking about finance and accounting professionals embracing leadership so they can positively impact their organization. And I will highlight the following topics. Number one, leaders skew toward the strategic. Number two, combine leadership with finance and accounting technical expertise. Number three, use leadership when financial expectations fall short. And four, I will discuss a few leadership tools to use every day. John Maxwell said, Leaders become great not because of their power, but because of their ability to empower others. Now, welcome to Season 10 of the podcast. My hope is always to help finance and accounting professionals to learn leadership and to embrace becoming a leader in their organization so they can influence positive outcomes and open up opportunities for themselves. Be comfortable in taking risks so you can advance your career. We do know the numbers. We know how to do journal entries. We know how to do projections. We know how to prepare the financial statements. We know how to prepare spreadsheets with data, but do we know how to apply leadership to these tasks so we can help decision makers, our senior leaders, and many other leaders around the company to do their jobs better? It's useful and relevant information that strengthens leaders to go forward with the strategy or to make critical changes. A nice, shiny title does not make you a leader. It's an attitude, an approach, a vision, and is being dedicated to making everyone around you better than they were yesterday. Yes, you have to learn how to properly motivate people, and yes, you will have to deal with people on a daily basis. But what is also great, you get to be a positive influence in their lives. Leadership becomes a lifestyle choice. When you embrace becoming a leader, you believe you can change the world. You believe you can create a better place for everyone you come in contact with. People look to dedicated, strong leaders during times of adversity and confusion. They look to leaders to solve problems. They look to great leaders to provide a fair environment where everyone who works hard can get an opportunity for something greater and bigger than what they were doing today. As finance and accounting professionals, we know the numbers. We love the numbers. We love showing what the numbers have done, and we love charts and data tables. And we hope every month that the numbers will be good. That we will meet or exceed financial expectations. Now, This takes leadership. It takes even more dedicated form of leadership when the numbers fall short of expectations. This will take a commitment to solve problems. This will take a commitment to not be afraid to tell the truth and to not gloss over trends and issues that are not good news. When we deal in good news each month, it's easy to lead. But what do you do when we don't meet expectations for several months in a row? How can you help decision makers turn it around? Now That takes dedicated leadership. I believe that when finance and accounting professionals change their perspective from being the technical expert to being a leader, we will see amazing change in the organization. Leading with the numbers, leading better processes, and leading so that we can better execute the strategy. But this takes a partnership with senior leaders, with metric owners, with department heads, and with everyone involved with those metrics. I need you all to find the courage to speak up when it's warranted and when it's needed to present a valid argument when it comes to the data and information you are seeing and analyzing every day. To strengthen your validity, you must be considered reliable and trustworthy, not only in your job competence, but also in your character. You must be consistent. You must be reliable, relatable, technically competent, and possess an undeniable work ethic. Learning leadership should be at the top of your priorities in your individual development plan. Once you get identified as a leader, doors will open. I believe that. But it requires more than just doing your everyday tasks. It requires knowing and understanding the business as a whole. So what can you do to be a leader and make an impact? You can bridge gaps in communication. If you pay attention closely, you will see them. Also, find insights no one else is seeing. Dig into the metrics and become an expert. But you just don't show those numbers. Link a number to a solution which can also mean you go back to bridging gaps. And to do that effectively, you have to speak your stakeholder's language effectively. So more on all this later. As finance and accounting professionals, we can make a difference by going beyond our technical expertise. Instead of only presenting the numbers, let's show what the numbers mean. What do they mean to that senior leader? This also means we have to build our relationships around the company so we can learn more about the metrics we are responsible for go beyond the numbers. I cannot cover everything in this episode because there's so much involving how we learn and apply leadership. But what can we do to affect decision-making today and in the future? So challenge yourself to go beyond the numbers. Embrace leadership. Now let's talk about finance and accounting professionals learning and embracing leadership. Number one, leaders skew toward the strategic. Do you think about tomorrow or only what you must get done today? Ask yourself, What are we trying to accomplish in the long term? Our efforts should be strategically aligned, and I don't like feeding information to senior leaders just to give them information. It must be value-added and relevant to the discussion. Don't waste their time with extra that doesn't add value. The senior leaders have committed themselves and the organization to a strategy, and they need relevant, accurate, and as close to real-time information so they can make the proper decisions and course corrections as possible. So that is why finance and accounting professionals must skew toward the strategic. Yes, we do tasks every day to fulfill the everyday business. These must be done. We generate financial statements, for example. But keep looking forward. Find relevant data trends. Challenge your own models and processes so they support a strategic mindset. Number two, leadership and technical expertise are a winning combination. Have you heard that your technical skills will get you in the door But it is the soft skills that will take you far. It's true. And leadership is one of those skills. I don't want you to only work the numbers each day. My desire for you, no matter your role, is to ask yourself how are your daily tasks supporting the strategy? And when you have the answer, I want you to ask yourself how you can help decision makers more in the execution of their duties. And when you have the answer, I want you to ask yourself how can you help decision makers more in the execution of their duties? So, their areas of responsibility are successful. If we all do that, we can increase the chance of the company being more successful. Your technical skills alone will only carry you so far. They are important, but continue to grow your technical knowledge from the everyday understanding how a metric acted to how departments and different areas of the business work together to meet the needs of the customer, and then Mix in key principles of strategic finance, like understanding startup costs, competitive advantage, and forecasting, but also learning how to recommend a key decision using rates of return, and finally, being the one to make the decision within a formal strategic framework. Or maybe not making the decision after all, because something may be missing. So look for ways to go one more step beyond the numbers so you can lead those you are presenting those numbers to. Make a difference. Don't just present a number. Number three, use leadership when financial expectations are not met. When the numbers are good, everything is good. When your company is experiencing good financial times, your job becomes a little easier as your metrics are delivered. Everyone is happy. The numbers are good. In accounting, we will always be reporting what happened. As long as we are using proper accounting techniques and following the law, accounting is good. On the finance side, we always need to find out what happened. Why did the metric behave as it did? Dealing with adversity and finding out why a metric failed to meet expectation requires more than just reporting the numbers and guessing. And it requires more than blaming or finding an excuse. It takes leadership to solve a problem especially a systemic problem. It requires bridging a gap of understanding, and often those responsible for delivering that metric may feel vulnerable and fearful. It takes leadership to determine root causes and then even more leadership to drive a solution. Not an inpatient solution that solves a problem in the short term, but a solution that can help the company turn itself around in the long term. Number four, leadership tools to use every day. The first is to bridge gaps in communication and in understanding. You are measuring metrics, but these metrics don't operate in a vacuum. They operate together, and they work together to deliver the financial expectations of the company. So find opportunities to bridge gaps in communication between senior leaders, between department heads, and between those that are responsible for metrics that actually are supposed to work together. The second one is to find a new but useful insight that can provide the context that senior leaders are missing. This is something unique that may add incredible value, so you may have to look at the data in a different way, and think how you can improve your monthly close process. I covered this topic in episode 28. The next is to learn how to communicate in the stakeholder's language. Learn what is important as you work with senior leaders and others responsible for the metrics you analyze. Learn the language so you can communicate better. Learn the key terms and what matters most to them. Speak in these terms as you present your findings. Match your findings in the language that they use every day. Next, prioritize your effort so you work on the most important tasks first. Urgent doesn't mean important. I am looking for impact and what value is most created. Be careful what you say yes to and always state where a request for data ranks in all your tasks. And then finally, when you get to lead others, empower them to act. This takes risk and it takes some training on what to do when and to have the courage to take action without asking first. But this is key to leveraging the talent that is available. Your team can get more done your team can focus even more on delivering value, and you can focus on your duties a lot more. As you know, I believe that leadership is key to becoming a respected finance and accounting professional. It is important to go beyond the numbers to deliver the context and deeper understanding of what is going on financially in the company. Just because we have money in the bank doesn't mean that everything is going well. You have to dig deeper, and you have to know the future. Find the insights that you can make an impact and know where the economy and the industry is going, and that can help solidify your future opportunities. Now for action today, do you have learning leadership skills in your individual development plan? If not, I want to encourage you to look at some key leadership skills to add in. It's leadership combined with your knowledge of finance and accounting that can increase your chance to advance. And then you combine that with a strategic outlook You will be able to find more opportunities. One last question. Are you afraid to fall if you step out of your comfort zone? Once you step up for more responsibility, you will be required to do more, to perform at a higher level, and to make an impact. I know that you want to do more, but what is holding you back? You know you want to make changes and that you want to lead. Make that decision to commit to becoming a leader right now so you can do it. Lead positive change in your organization. You can do it. Don't forget to grab my free guide for you called the Leadership Growth Blueprint for Finance and Accounting Managers. Are you a finance or accounting professional who is also leading people, but have questions about how to lead more effectively? I know you are expected to be the technical expert in our field. Learning leadership can set you apart from your peers, which can then lead you to more opportunities. In the free guide, I talk about three leadership areas, communication, team development, and empowerment, plus a few recommendations around challenges with the financial systems you are using to complete your work. The link to this free guide is in the post or the bio. You can also go to financeleaderacademy.com to download it. Please use the guide to help you with a few leadership wins today. Thank you. Today, I talked about finance and accounting professionals learning and embracing leadership, and I highlighted the following points. Number one, leaders skew toward the strategic number two combine leadership with finance and accounting technical expertise number three use leadership when financial expectations fall short and four i shared a few leadership tools that you can use every day i love talking about leadership it's important and critical to your career It's important in how we can make a positive impact in our company and continually grow our business acumen so we can do our part in growing the business and supporting the strategy. I could not cover everything in this one episode, but if you lead with character and know when to start switching from your hard technical skills to those critical soft skills, then you will begin to open opportunities for yourself. Next week, I will be sharing key social skills we need to learn and apply. We sometimes forget how we act socially can affect our potential, so it's an important topic to discuss, and more important than ever, as companies are trying to get back to the office again. I hope you enjoyed the Finance Leader Podcast. I am dedicated to helping you grow your leadership skills, to change your mindset, and to clarify your goals so you advance your career. You can find this episode wherever you listen to podcasts. If this episode helped you today, please share it with others, and please leave a quick review so that others may find the podcast. Until next time, you can check out more resources at financeleaderacademy.com and sign up for my weekly updates so you don't miss an episode of the show. And now, go lead your team, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.